Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, January 8th, 2022, and this is day 1393 of our journey together. My name is Jackie and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much for loving us unconditionally, so much so that you gave your only son, Jesus Christ, so that we could have eternal life with you. I thank you, Lord, for equipping us to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us for this day. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in again. <laughs> Today's message is just as you are, just as you are. You don't have to change a thing. Just be your authentic, unique, beautiful self that God created you to be. We're going to be coming out of Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Romans 5, 1 through 11, and this is Paul speaking, and he says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith. So justification is, in God's terms, or justified is God's act of declaring us not guilty for our sins, making us right with him. So we've been justified we are not guilty. So let me read that again. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, uh, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. So through Jesus, by accepting him as our Savior, our Lord and our Savior, now um, we are guilt-free because he already paid the price. And so we've been justified through faith. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in his sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance, character, and character hope. So basically, you know, we're going to suffer just as Christ suffered. Not not nearly to the extent that he did, but we are going to go through trials and tribulations. And um, uh, it is like this uh, two-part thing where we, uh, you know, we're excited in, in, in the Lord because, you know, he's our, our Savior and Lord and, and um we are new creatures in Christ. And and then also uh, the Lord is letting us know that we are going to suffer. Uh, and, and he's telling us what this does for us, though. When we suffer for Christ's sake, we're, it's produce, it produces perseverance. And then perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has given, who has been given 
to us. So you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. And and you know, here, um, and when I was doing my study on this, and it shows the the full trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, uh, in verses 5 through uh, verse 6, uh, showing, uh, yeah, you see God's love, and uh, poured out through the Holy Spirit, and then and then we see where Christ died for the ungodly. That's all of us. And it says, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Isn't that amazing? Just so powerful that he would die for us even while we're against him, even when we're his enemy. See, when we don't love him and serve him, we're not for him. We're against him. And so we were against him and he still died for us because he knew that at some point we would come. He he wants everybody to come to him and to come to have eternal life with him and not go to hell where Satan will be for eternity. He wants... He died for all of us. And then verse 9 says, Since we have now been justified by his blood. Remember, we are now um, guilt. We, we, we are no longer guilty. All right. Uh, but we this has been done by his blood. How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? So the coming wrath and it's coming, the judgment of God is coming and uh, we talk about it all the time the last days the last days we're in them and uh, every prophecy uh, that needed to be uh, fulfilled before jesus uh, returns before the rapture takes place of the saints every one of those has been fulfilled now it's just a matter of when god says it's okay to go now god jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Not even Jesus knows the day or the hour. Only God knows. And God is saying, I want to give, I want to make sure everyone has a chance. And and a, more than one chance, I'm telling you, chance after chance to, to get it right and to accept Jesus. Verse 10, for it, for if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him. Through the death of his son, how much more having been reconciled and, you know, so reconciled is being brought back to God. All right. So we were separated from him. Now we're being brought back to him. <laughs> having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Uh, we are brought back into the Father's arms. That's, that's what that's about because of the blood that Jesus shed on that cross for us. So much took place. And the most of all is that we are now new creatures in Christ. 
So let's let's go over our points. Point number one. I remember my uh, <laughs> when I first started dating my husband. We met when we were fourteen, and uh, <laughs> been together ever since. We're now both getting ready to turn sixty-three. His birthday is coming up in a few weeks, and mine is February third. So it's really interesting how our birthdays are so close. But yeah, so I made sure that he saw me at my best. If I knew he was coming over, I would make sure the house, um, at least where I live with my family and I lived in, was neat and clean. <laughs> that it looked good. After, after truly getting to know each other, though, getting beneath that surface stuff, our relationship strengthened. So I felt very comfortable with him seeing me in my natural state. Maybe no makeup or, you know, I didn't wear hardly makeup that age, but you know, like <laughs> 15, 16, no fancy clothes, uh, house not so neat. Uh, but but now I'm truly my authentic self. and And so did he. He was who he was. It was no longer... You know how you are when you first meet somebody. You don't wanna you you wanna put on your best and uh but Jesus says come as you are. And and that's the same thing that happens as our relationship with Jesus deepens. We understand that there's nothing we've done to earn this beautiful gift of salvation. Jesus wants us to come to him just as we are. Are you trying to be something you're not? just to please others or to be accepted. Oh, I see that so much in the schools. People, you know, people can be pretty mean and make you feel like you've got to do this to be accepted. You've got to do what we do or you to fit in our group. You know, you've got to talk like this and act like this or you're not going to be accepted. Point number two. Well, God loved us even when we were against him. Now that we're with him, he expects us to grow, to persevere, to have a strong character uh, like Christ, driven to fulfill our purpose through the power of the Holy Spirit. He wants us to know that even through our trials and tribulations, that he's conditioning us and preparing us to do even greater things as ambassadors of Christ, building the kingdom of God. Woo, as ambassadors, we have the same qualifications. You know, we've been given the authority uh, of the king to go out and represent the king. You know, and that's huge. That is a big deal. So begin to walk in that. If you already know Christ and if you don't, oh, listen, you're going to be given the opportunity to come to know him um, before we get done today, this morning. <laughs> I think about, when I think about just as you are and just all that, you know, um, God blessed me to share with you today in his scriptures, I think about my brother Craig, who has since gone on to be with the Lord. He's been with the Lord now for 35 years. Um, the Lord called him home at the age of 27. He was a year younger than me. He would have been 62 on March 1st. And it's interesting, my granddaughter was born on March 1st. 
And my son reminds me so much of him. He's got a lot of his same gifts and talents, photography, um, artist, uh, all those things uh, that my brother did. And I can remember how my brother, um, when we were coming up, and I've shared my story many times, how we struggled and didn't have much, but we had lots of love. My mother raising us uh, without a husband. They, she and my dad divorced when I was seven, and my youngest sister was seven months old. And me and my brother, so I was the one that was doing, you know, the babysitting and all that of us while my mom worked the two jobs most of the time. But uh, my brother helped too. And my, <laughs> I hear my my uh, younger two sisters, Joyce and Jill, will talk about this, how Craig would do their hair and he knew nothing about doing hair. And he would fix their hair and it looked a mess, but they loved it. They said that it was, <laughs> and they would go to school like that if my mother had to leave early and I was doing something else. And uh, he was such a good big brother and, uh, you know, helping them to get off to school. And, and so many kids do that even today. I've talked to them in the schools and they may be tired while they're at school with their head down on their desk. Well, it's because they've got such a huge responsibility. They're babysitting their siblings and then uh, getting them off onto the school bus while, you know, and making sure they get breakfast and then they go on to school. So let's um, dig a little deeper and uh, accepting them as they are as well. So I remember also... <laughs> Uh, when one time I used to and still like to cook and experiment. So I remember making a pancake as huge as the skillet. And Craig was so excited about this pancake. And I'm, I was excited and <laughs> gave it to him. And each of them, my siblings was waiting on theirs. And he's like, oh, this is good, Jackie. Oh, my gosh. Then all of a sudden, goo started coming out of the center of it. <laughs> because it wasn't all the way done and he didn't he didn't put me down or anything but it was just a, one of those funny moments in our life and memories i remember another time um he wanted to be he was an artist naturally and actually he even got accepted to the nelson art galleries uh, program that they had as a teenager but we didn't have much money, as I said before. So we would always go to the corner store, the fruit market, which is still there on 35th and Jackson, I think it is. So, um, no, is it, or is Cleveland, Cleveland and Jackson. Yeah, Cleveland and Jackson. So we would go down there daily, probably, or every other day. And you can get candy with pennies back then. Well, him, my brother went and, um, he stole some markers, colored pencils, and my mother found out about it. And uh, they got in trouble and had to go take those back and let the store owner know what had happened and gave it back and apologized. But even then, he knew his gift. It was wrong to do that. Uh, but he was so uh, hungry to do what he uh, was called to do. And uh, another time I remember him um, when my mother uh, was struggling uh, in between uh, housing, you know, it was always hard. Sometimes, you know, you're renting and all of a sudden now you don't have enough money coming in and, and now you lose your, your space. 
some my brother was grown by that time and it was my mom and my two uh, younger sisters and he had a studio apart apartment he might have been 19 or so years old we all had to leave by the when we were 18 had to get out of the nest and uh he had his own place and he says mama y'all can stay here with me while you're waiting on your other place and 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 so they squeezed into that little apartment and uh one one room <laughs> and he was just so accepting and loving and caring of others and uh he said i remember him telling my mother he had accepted jesus and uh he told my mother he said mama you are such a good person you don't have far to go to know jesus as your savior something like that and um you know he was such a great example to um of Christ to me uh, showing the love of Christ to so many people and uh accepting people as they were uh right meeting them where they were uh i remember him every girlfriend he had uh while he was in Kansas City uh he had two different girlfriends that i knew and we came to love and know them one had five children and he helped her he got her a car he helped to take watch over her children and to this day they're all grown and we all know them and and their kids still remember Craig and the great impact that he made in their lives same with the other girlfriend had two children and and uh they're just we still all remember each other when we see each other we speak and love on each other um all because of Craig and one day when he was uh grown and <clears throat> he had moved to California um and stayed with my dad uh for a, a while he and my two sisters uh through the the new relationship or new marriage with my dad and my stepmom and uh, my father uh was a pastor uh even though you know he didn't pay child support or any of those things and he told the church he was in at the time that he only had those three children my two younger new sisters and my brother Craig and the way i knew this was Craig came back home and he was devastated he came back to Kansas City and he said that it hurt his heart because my father disowned the rest of us the four of us out of the five he was the only one that he acknowledged that he had and when he told me that i was crushed too but he just it it let me see my brother's heart how he said he didn't want to really live like that and knowing that my father would disown us and i am so grateful uh that I had the experience to have such a good brother that accepted people as they were and he was about doing what was right. Uh and God said it's time to come home to be with him. And it was very very hard for me and the whole family we all you know to lose a loved one and uh but God brought me through and I think about him often we would celebrate you know he loved going to red lobster <laughs> and we used to always go and celebrate his birthday but we now just celebrate his birthday 
uh, in the way we choose to uh, and uh, with our with our individual families. And I just share that with you because God is saying, I accept you just like you are. You might be going through something right now. And the Lord wants you to know he's comforting you even through the loss of a loved one, whether it be you've been alienated and not accepted. The Lord is saying you've been justified uh, and he is saying you have been uh, brought back uh, to him. You know, you he is receiving you with open arms. You've been reconciled back to him. No matter what you've done in the past, no matter what others say, he's saying, come like you are. So if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. And I love you all so, so much. I want to let you know my mom did accept Jesus. Every single one of us accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Oh, yeah. Also, my mom is the pastor of our church. (laughs) And I'm the associate pastor, so my brother would be extremely proud. All right, now, please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries. And please share the messages with others. Also, don't forget to check out our uh, T-ZoneKC.org website. Uh, Check us out, see what we're doing with the youth and uh, how you might want to partner with us. We would welcome you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.